This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. It's the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. $1.89 for costumes. I mean, Those were the days. Right? Plastic, everything. I can tell you this I did not pay no $1.89 for any costumes. Did you do year. Holly Hobby? Mm mm. Was that like a, what is a Holly Hobby anyway? You know, I just remember her being on like pencil sets. I just, yeah, I don't really remember what she was. I remember. Did she have like, a hobby? What was it? I don't Crafting. know. Holly, I feel like you should know what Holly Hobby is. You have the name Holly, right? That's true. I think it's just an illustration that was popular right. in the 80s. Like I know we had a doll and I think I had like a, um, a Holly Hobby's actually picture. a person. She's an American, American writer, writer and watercolorist and illustrator yeah. and is also the name of a fictional character she created. I don't know. She is she 74 was... years old. Is she still a thing? Yeah. Okay. Congrats to her. Uh, well, that's not what we're talking about right now. What we are talking about is the most haunted places. <laughs> what is the famous haunted place you have been and did anything scary happen? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. I found this list of some of the most haunted places in America. Spooky. I know. Like where? Like New Orleans or something? Like yeah, like places. Like for example, uh, Savannah, Georgia. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's all like tons of ghosties there, right? Uh, there's a place called Moon River Brewery, and apparently that building. Uh, is one of the town's oldest buildings, and men were killed in this particular building, uh, and and lots of crazy, scary, supernatural things happen there, and so it's one of the haunted places, one of the most haunted places. Uh, there's a place in Cleveland, Ohio, called the Franklin Castle. Have you ever been to any haunted places? <coughs> the place that I always think of, that I always thought was haunted, was the St. James Hotel in Red Wing, Minnesota. I've been there. I know. And I think I was haunted. Actually, it does have, um, yeah, no, I would not be surprised. Here's why. I've told you this. Do you mm-hmm. remember why? Why? Why I thought it was haunted? No. So in the hallway yeah. that I went down, first of all, kind of creepy. Second of all, it's a really old hotel. Yeah. Old, 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 old hotel. Yeah. Um, in the hallway on the walls, they have that like, old hair art oh yeah from the 19th yeah. century like, like when, it's called morning art yeah where they would take hair from dead people and turn it into like works of art yeah and i'm like if that didn't ask for a place to be haunted nothing will right? so 
I'm pretty sure there were some ghosties hanging out so at the St. James. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Have you ever been to a really famous haunted location? And did anything happen while you were there? We've got Katie on the line. Katie, did you were you ever at a famous haunted location? And did anything happen to you? Well, I was at a spooky location, but I don't know if we would say haunted. But um, when I was a kid, I was probably about eight. I won't say seven because then you'll think I'm lying. Thank you. Um, When I was about eight, I was at Loch Ness in Scotland Uh with my family. And we took a little, um, you know, cruise boat with, you know, I don't know how many people were on it, probably about 50 people on this little two-story boat. And it got really choppy and just like unseasonably crazy waves because it was a really nice day up until then and everyone on the boat was joking like it's messy ha 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 mm-hmm. and then and all these people like especially little kids were standing right at the front of the boat kind of staring out you know the front window and my mum didn't like the look of the waves so she told me to kind of you know come back a bit and lucky she did that because a wave crashed through and broke the um window and all this water started rushing in and people had including my mom like had fragments of glass all over them completely shattered it was really scary and so then they had to turn the boat around to you know try to get the waves behind us and we went almost completely horizontal down like we were gonna completely tip um doing it and it was terrifying and all the while my brother who was two years older than me went and raided the little onboard cafe and stole all the chocolate bars He knew everyone was distracted. And then the craziest thing was when we got off the boat, everyone was in line to get refunds and everyone was completely, you know, like shaken up. And this is complete like British, you know, just uh, red tape for you. They got, my dad got to the front of the window and the guy said, sorry, you were on the wrong boat. We had apparently gotten on the wrong boat. Oh, so no. they wouldn't give us a refund. Oh, no. We were dripping wet and oh. my mom was covered in glass. Oh, no. Anyway, it was really scary. But when I went back to school, you know, the following week, I told everyone that it was nasty. And you had a great story from it. Oh, it a, made it a better story. It's true. Thank you, Katie. That's a great story. Ooh, that is Thank spooky. you, Katie. Oh, what is the scary haunted place you've been and what happened while you were there? Stacy's on the line. Hi, Stacy. Yes, hi. Uh, two years ago, we were on a family trip in Savannah, Georgia, and we stayed at a hotel that was recently remodeled. It had burned down in the fire many, many years ago. And um, I, it was my husband and myself and our, t- and our two kids. And I woke up and I heard a, a very loud, in, right in my ear, something that said, Mom, Dad, Mom, Dad, really fast. And, but it wasn't my children. It was a voice I did not recognize. And I went to the bathroom, uh, managed to fall back to sleep somehow. And I woke up at probably about 5 in the morning. My husband was not in the room. And I called his cell phone, and he was in the car eating Cheez-Its um, because he said he woke up to somebody in his ear saying, they're all dead, they're all dead. And I told my mother about it, and she said, you realize mom, dad sounds just like they're all dead. <gasps> oh, my god! We both heard it at separate times, did not tell each other at the moment until after. He was so freaked out, he went to the car, and he, and he just left <sighs> us there, of course. But, um, yeah, we heard the same thing, but at different different times and i think they said they're all dead because everybody who would die so we asked them when we checked out we asked the the person at the front desk and she said oh we hear that all the time everybody <gasps> died in the fire oh my that was God. it was a hotel and everybody died and they hear things like that all the time 
That's so scary. No way. Would, yeah, it was crazy. It was like really loud right in my ear. And you had absolutely no idea when you checked into that hotel that it was... No idea because it was brand new. It was gorgeous. All Like really modern, newly renovated. We had no idea it had burned down previously. And oh, that gives died. me a shiver. No kidding. I had like all the hair on my arms stood up. Thank you for your call, yes. Stacy. That's a lot of hair. That's crazy. You're funny. Yeah. Let's go to Sharon. Sharon, where have you been that's haunted and what happened while you were there? Okay, Rochester Mayo Clinic, Kaler Grand Hotel. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's you ha- step in there and you just feel weird. The yeah. second I stepped in there and it was like weird sounds I'd hear in the room. I didn't want to be left alone in the room at all. My sister was with me. And then, um, like, smells. I don't know how to describe the smells. Like, right. I try rotting flesh. Oh God, no! Um, and then like the temperature would change in the room and get really hot, and then just go really cold. Oh, weird! So how long were you there for? Um, I made us check out <laughs> the first after the first night. I said I'm not staying here oh, again. My God. I wouldn't either. If you were smelling, so we went to a different hotel. Yeah, it was a very scary experience. That is so wild. Thank you, Sharon. Thanks, Sharon. Thanks for Sharon. Uh, you're cute. That's that's sweet. Um, I, it's interesting. So I just looked up really quickly before we go to break. I looked up the 11 most haunted places in Minnesota. And? Would you like to hear them? Yeah. I'll go backwards. Oh! Sorry, I just got scared. That was cute. From 11. The Washington Street Bridge. Okay. Which I drive under like every day. Uh, the Fitzgerald Theater in St. Paul. Okay. The Warden's House in Stillwater. Oh, yeah, for sure. Four Paws Restaurant mm-hmm. in St. Paul. We've been there. I've seen a ghost. Yeah. Lies. Don't you remember we went on a ghost tour? We did. And it was a ghost, so nice try. Did you really see a ghost? Duh. Okay. The Greyhound Bus Museum in Hibbing. Okay. First Avenue. That one I have heard. Okay. Uh, Gibbs Farmhouse in St. Paul. Right. The Palmer House Hotel in Sock Center. Yeah. Wabashaw Street Caves. Sure. City Hall in Minneapolis. Wow, that goes without saying. My husband used to work there. I used to feel very uneasy in that building. And Gray Cloud Island in Washington County. I have no idea where that is. That is the most haunted place in Minnesota. Okay. There you go. That's it. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we are doing a very special Halloween spooky cheat day. Cheat day for <laughs> It's Wednesday. We are going to cheat on Halloween after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. We are doing a very, very special episode of our cheat day experience on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 107.1. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything. Spooky. Entertainment. Everything's spooky. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and we're doing it on Wednesday this time, a little cheat day. Dirty rotten cheetah. Cheat day taste test. Put this in your mouth. So um, our good friend Hannah was like, you guys, for Halloween, you got to try the Burger King Fright Burger. What's it called, actually? Do you remember, Hannah? Nightmare. Nightmare Burger. Okay. Can we talk about all the things that are going on in this burger? Yeah, first of all, it's the green bun. It's green. Second of all, I see a couple different types of meat. Not, yeah, three kinds, actually. Yeah, because I see the burger, and then I see the chicken patty, and then I see 
bacon. I know. It's basically three of my favorite things. All put together on a burger. And uh, the only thing I'm scared of, Mm. the only thing I'm scared of is the green bun. Honestly. Well, but remember we had that black bun last year or the year before. We had it twice. I mean, it, there, it was a smell it. Actually, it smells really it good. Does, yeah, it smells good. It smells like chicken and mayo, which are yeah. Two so of there's my some mayo things. on there too. I mean, it do you really, want to take a bite? You know what it is, Bradley? Yes, I do. But it's our two favorite sandwiches together: the chicken sandwich and, and a bacon in a cheeseburger. cheeseburger. Yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, I'll take a bite. You talk. All right. So it looks just like a bacon cheeseburger with chicken on it. Colleen's eating it. She looks like she's happy. Oh, really good. Oh, okay. I'm telling you. Hmm. Uh-huh. Mm. I want this on the menu all the time. Without the green without well, the green let's bun. Let's be real about the green bun. That's it novelty. It just looks like a I don't know, maybe I'm colorblind. It doesn't look very green. Well, to you it doesn't look green. It looks green to me. I don't, it looks unappetizing. Okay. It just looks like a like rye bun or something, but the sandwich itself is amazing. The oh, it's onion? so good. Yeah, cuz there's onion Crispy in there too. Onion. Oh, it's really good. Holly is the Holly's the one of the three mm. of us that's the least excited about trying love, this. The visual experience mm-hmm. of the Nightmare Burger is Burger not King's, enticing, um, but I'll eat it. The chicken patty? It's so good, right? Mm. Mm. It's Crispy really bacon. good, right? Mm. I want to eat this. I hope they leave it on the menu without the bun. They probably won't. But. Okay, what? Now, you're about to try something else. So this is the, what is this called, Hannah? <laughs> Spooky, black cherry, icy. Fanta experience. So they also have this like black cherry Fanta um, icy. Yeah, it's like a a black cherry icy, but it looks Uh like super extra dark for Halloween. Bradley's about to try that. It smells very cherry. Okay. Oh, he took the biggest bite. That was a big bite for your your taste of it. What does that taste like? Icy. It does. I can't even tell you that that's black cherry. Really? Smells like cherry. It does. Yeah, it smells cherry. Okay, I will tell you, I don't generally like cherry things because they taste like cough syrup to me. And that reminds me of medication from my youth. But I'm going to try it right now. Okay. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. It just tastes like kind of generic icy, right? Yeah. It's fine. If you like black cherry. I mean, for the kids, they would love it, right? Right. And the novelty like, of it. Ooh, it's although, spooky. I will tell you, I would have to give my kids fair warning that that might give you uh, an interesting exit experience. Well, to that effect, somebody sent us an email on uh, Facebook and said that the bun is going to make things happen in a different and exciting way. I'm just saying that Burger King is hitting it out of the park with this because they have given you... No, more than once, more than once. Because remember, didn't they have one with a black bun last year? Yeah. And that gave you a frightening experience. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm just saying, Holly, what do you think? Yeah, it's okay, but it's too much meat. Oh, God. I don't understand I don't... the words that you just okay, said. Okay, so twice today, you're on my list. Number it's one, too much meat on she, the li- burger. <laughs> she likes Almond Joy over peanut butter Yeah, cups. don't at me about that because I'm too right. Late. It's not right. Also, That's wrong. That's crazy. Also, number two, it's too much meat. It is too much meat. There is a burger patty, and then a chicken patty, and then there's meats went together quite well. It just is too much. I'm here for it, but thank you for your honest opinion, Holly. Um, And thank you to social media, (laughs) Hannah, for giving us some real mouth thrills during this segment. Mm -hmm. Uh, Can I tell you a couple other things? Or I think Holly Holly looks excited about something. Yeah, yeah, because I got right. Yeah, yeah, because we have a special. Halloween thrill okay. for the pretzel lady. Oh no! You know her. Colleen you love is her. the pretzel lady. What is it? Colleen is the pretzel lady. That's and me. That's what she's she gives giving out to. Yeah, at Halloween. that's mm-hmm. what she's doing tonight. And in anticipation of the event this evening, uh-huh. when Colleen Lindstrom hands out pretzels. We've made a little something. Oh, good. Okay, just for I, her. I hope it's a celebration of the goodness of pretzels. Carbohydrates. You'll see. With salt. The kids on Colleen Street don't know it yet, but something is coming to their trick-or-treat bags. It's something bad, isn't it? Whatever you do, don't ring that doorbell. No one knows what's behind this or what form it will take next. I heard one year she gave a travel-sized shampoo. Who's going to put a stop to this? We're trying, Lieutenant. We can't seem to get through. There's only one person who can stop it. And if that fails... All will be ruined. Who even lives there? The Boogeyman? From the person who gave out Halloween pencils and worthless plastic crap. Not true. Nightmare true. on Colleen Street. Oh! The pretzeling. Trick or treat! <laughs> Tonight in the Nicomas neighborhood of Minneapolis. It's the pretzeling! Oh, oh. It's happening. It's very salty. That is inaccurate. That was fiction. Uh, The truth will come out. Putting the ch 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 in the crunch. No. Putting the happiness on the face of children. Do you know what I love, though? Over sugared. What I love about this entire. have had too much. Pretzel experience is that all over social media, have you noticed uh, this year, people are like. Look at these pretzels. God, who would give pretzels out for Halloween? Mm-hmm. No, I haven't noticed that. Oh, I'll start tagging you. No, in that's those. fine. How about that? No, it's all pretzel right. Pretzel lady. Oh, I'm good. Don't worry about it. Hey, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley the pretzeling. show, we've got D bags for you on My Talk 1071. Behaving badly, they do it often. So often, in fact, that on the Colleen and Bradley Show by Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. We have a whole segment devoted to these people. Mm-hmm. We call it 
Presenting Golden Lady Douchebag of the Day. I have a very big boosh bag for you. Why does that just sound horrible? Because it is. Hi. Do you have any boosh bags? I don't know. Okay. Can I make my uh, D-bag today one entire tabloid? Why not? This time? Oh, my God. And it's for all the right and wrong reasons. My D-bag is Radar Online because of Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, my god! I would prefer that I got to make Gwyneth Paltrow my D-bag. However, Radar Online did it for me, or they took the place of... Here's the story. Headline. Mm-hmm. Gwyneth's plastic surgery shocker. Wedding guests gasp at brand new face bride. Okay. So tell me more about Gwyneth Paltrow's facelift, because apparently it made her wedding guests gasp. Right. So I I go over to this thing, boo, ba, da, ba, boo, view. It says blushing bride Gwyneth Paltrow gave herself a special wedding pre- present, a brand new face, a full facelift. Says Radar Online, she's clearly had a bunch of procedures. Claims an insider who's close to the forty six year old mother of two. So I go to the gallery that alleges yep. to show me her brand new face, mm-hmm. and I get a picture of Gwyneth Paltrow. That says Gwyneth looks so different at the that people gasped, said a spy on the scene. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then I go to another picture. That's the first time I ever saw wedding guests do a double take to make sure they were at the right affair. Another picture, still Gwyneth Paltrow. Boston-based cosmetic surgeon David David says, who, by the way, has not treated Gwyneth Paltrow, agreed. It looks like she's had some cheek filler <laughs> and some work on her nose, too. <laughs> Another picture of Gwyneth Paltrow. This goes on for six slides. There is not one photo of her brand new face Mm-mm. because she hasn't had Mm-mm. a facelift. There Mm-mm. is nothing shocking about her face. No, it looks like the same face. It's the same face. It's, the same, it's her Radar. face. Radar, hi. If you promise me a new face, she should look like, I want to see like Melissa, Melissa McCarthy <laughs> on the thing instead of Gwyneth Paltrow or like, you know, some John kinda, Travolta. I want to see that cat lady, Jocelyn Wildenstein. Yeah, I mean, if she's had like some shocking, because again, they claim people at the party be like, oh, wait, is this Gwyneth Paltrow's party? Is that, that looks like somebody totally different. Yeah. No, it looks like Gwyneth Paltrow. No, now, it looks exactly like her. Mm-hmm. To Radar Online's credit. Oh, Okay, you're going to carry their water almond joy? (laughs) (laughs) No, they didn't post any photographs from the party where you could make an argument that, yes, Gwyneth Paltrow probably had a couple fillers put into her face, which is not a big deal whatsoever. And it was at this party for a woman (laughs) named Jennifer Meyer. She's a jewelry designer, and she happens to have a bunch of A-list stars. Now, if you look at pictures of Gwyneth Paltrow from that party, yeah, okay, so she got some injectables. No big deal, right? Yeah, exactly. And yeah. just to remind you, Gwyneth's plastic surgery shocker, wedding guests gasp at brand new face bride. It's not like <laughs> wedding guests. That makes guests- it sound like she sawed off somebody else's face and laid overlaid it on her own. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right? Just to clarify, this is the shocking new faced bride. <laughs> Quote, she also looks like she had Botox as her, get this, as her left eyebrow is more arched than her right and far more arched than it previously was. <laughs> Not like her eyebrow on the left is now in the middle of her forehead mm-hmm. 
or you know her. And she seems to have misplaced <laughs> yes. her nose. Now or that something. would be really cool. If that Salvador happened. Dali style. <laughs> yes. It has, her chin has now uh, <laughs> migrated <laughs> migrated to her decolletage. Now you can check out, I put up an image link right underneath your story, Bradley, okay. and you can see for yourself the photograph that they're probably actually referencing or the image I mean, of her it, face. She looks like she's had some zhuzhing, yeah. you know, to the but, facial region, but, but like it's... Still looks like Gwyneth Paltrow. Brand new face bride scares her guests <laughs> so with a new face gasped. to the point where people were like, "Wait, oh, I'm, so, I, I, I must be at the wrong wedding." Gwyneth Paltrow. Who's this lady marrying Brad Pitt? I feel like I'm at the wrong wedding. <laughs> Awkward. Okay. Okay. I'm fun. just saying, if you're gonna fun promise, you better deliver. Tablets. Thank you. <sighs> I. Have a Cardushian today. Oh. For my D-bag. A Cardushian? Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you. Happy Halloween. Um, oh, gosh. You know, I just, I saw a headline the other day. I didn't bother to read the article because it's 2018. Nobody does that anymore. <laughs> um, but the the headline of the article was something about, it was an editorial about somebody just like being over the fact that the Kardashians talk about their weight too much. Yeah. Which I has I, I agree with, which I think is why I didn't read the article. Because if you agree with the headline, you don't have to read anything yeah, more, right? Sure. You just share it on Facebook, right? That's what yep, you do. Yep. So um, I didn't read it. Anyway, but uh, this article uh, that I read, that I did read, kind of focuses on that thing. And this is, I feel this way. The Kardashians zip it about your bodies. I'm over it. Kim Kardashian uh, was trying to console her sister, Kylie, after her... Her sister gave birth to her daughter, Stormy. Oh, and her body fell apart. And her body was a hot mess, and she was just not feeling good about her body. And this is in an upcoming episode of Keeping Up With Kardashians. Um, And she gives her some tips about, you know, how you can feel good about yourself, good enough that you can go out of the house. Because, you know, it's hard to go out of the house after you've had a baby, and you look like you just had a baby. So she explains to her sister, curves are hard. She says to Kylie. So, I mean, just wear two pairs of shapewear and get out of the house. I literally would wear sometimes, I'm not joking, three pairs of shapewear just to get out of the house. (laughs) What is this, 1950? What the? I just, you know, gals, here's the thing. Some days you're going to be struck with a crippling depression and my answer to you is the following. Don't take it so seriously. Put on three pairs of shapewear. You need three pairs of beans. And you'll have the self-esteem you need because every good girl knows that your self-esteem comes with how your gut feels. Yeah, it's just because you got a few extra lumps and bumps. Suck in that stomach and don't breathe and you'll be fine. Yeah. And no man will judge you as Nuh-uh. long as you have three things of shape wear on. You're fine. Yeah. Yeah. And you just got to show those other ladies that you're better than they are. That's all you got to do. And also make sure that you get home from wherever you're going early enough that you can make your husband dinner and <laughs> put his socks, his evening socks in the uh, dryer so oh. they can get nice and toasty. Yeah, they got to be real cozy for him. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. You I know just, what I would do? I would on. take that Spanx stuff. God, I keep wanting to say that word today. I need to let it go with my mind. Oh, Spanx stuff. Mm-hmm. Put it in a metal bin mm-hmm. and light it on fire. Mm-hmm. All right. 
preach. Because I don't care if you're wearing Spanx. Who does? I mean, look, if you feel good and it makes like we all do things that make us feel good. I ain't saying don't make yourself feel good. But if you're wearing that to get out the house, you need help. If you're wearing two per <laughs> to get if you are. No, but I'm saying if you're so depressed that the only thing that gets you out of the house is Spanx. I, listen, I, yes. How can you yes. put two pair of Spanx and, on at the same time? Thank you. There's that. Uh, let alone three. Yeah. Like That's, Bradley, to your point. To, to your point, like you know, listen. I, one pair of Spanx. Like I get it. It makes certain things look better. I get it. I understand it. But two, when you find yourself on a daily basis to go to for your Target run, wearing two per stra- of uh, uh, Spanx. Let alone three, and that is your your baseline. Like we my gotta mother reevaluate. Could not get the mail without doing her makeup, and mm-hmm. I am not joking. In the eighties, my mother did her full hair and makeup every single day. Always wore heels to work. We have moved on mm-hmm. since those days. Mm-hmm. Women no longer have that expectation. Now there is a happy medium somewhere between pajama pants. Well, is you there? know. There, is there, I'm, I've been what outside What I'm trying to be lately. is encouraging right now. Yes. I'm trying to say, when we say you don't need to wear your Spanx to go to Target, I'm not saying that the next level is pajama pants. I'm saying there's somewhere between where we can rest. I do um, tend to wear like pajamas when I'm walking the dog. Not pajamas, but sweats. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you the reactions that I get from people are far different when I'm wearing, you know, like normal clothes versus like my sweats and my hoodie. Like, how like so? this woman today looked at me like, you know, I was a threat because I probably was. Mm-hmm. I mean, the way that I looked with my like two hoodies on. But I don't think and my that Doctor you were the Who kind pants. of I think you were not kind the kind she of threat like, oh, she thought you were. No, no. <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> I'm fine. Oh, gosh. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. ooh, we have finally solved the mystery, or at least Bradley has, of the relationship between Ronan Farrow oh, yeah, remember that? and the Megan Kelly negotiations. She wanted Megan or she wanted Megan wanted Ronan in the room when they did their final exit. So from apparently NBC. Bradley thinks he knows the relationship. <laughs> she was not in that cult where they all drank or ate pudding and died and put a blanket over their heads and the UFO came and picked them up. Isn't that final exit or what were those people called? That they sat on the bunk beds Ate the pudding and put a blanket on their head? No. And then the UFO came and like, picked him up? No. No. Final something. We'll figure we'll it out. We'll figure that out. <laughs> we'll be back after I'm this. sorry to bring it down. <laughs> with, with st- just stay where you are. We'll be back. Remember when you had to keep track of all those different kinds of films? I know. I just heard Super 8 film and I thought, oh my gosh, that's a blast from the past. All right. Well, we finally have an answer, we think at least, to why... Megan Kelly wanted Ronan Farrow in the room while she negotiated her exit terms at NBC. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And Bradley, why is it? Well, um, I think it's what we always thought. Uh, so I brought this story, I think, earlier this week and said, why Why are we talking about having Ronan Farrow in the room? Why does Megyn Kelly want Ronan Farrow in the room when, or actually it was at the end of last week, right? And I'm going to sneeze. So Okay, so w- what we had heard was that Megyn Kelly's lawyer had sort of leaked to the press that Ronan Farrow was requested in the negotiations when they were talking about 
this $69 million figure that uh, that Megyn Kelly was requesting from NBC contractually uh, as as they terminated her employment. And we thought, well, what does Ronan Farrow have to do with it? And and you were basically saying in Ronan Farrow, it was news to him. I mean, the only reason we could think of Ronan Farrow being in the room is because he likes to um, talk about the Me Too movement. Right. And maybe Megyn Kelly has some things to say right. about the Me Too movement in the context of NBC. Well, headline... And Megyn Kelly to NBC, I'll zip my lips for $10 million. Uh Megyn Kelly tells NBC, this is according to TMZ today. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm, what flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. That she will not spill whatever beans she has on the network and the people who work there for the hefty price of Mm. $10 million. Uh, or actually, it went from ten million all the way up to uh, a lot more. Sources familiar with the negotiations tell at TMZ that NBC offered her thirty-eight million dollars, which apparently represents the balance owed on her contract. So, what this says to me is that she was playing hardball, perhaps insinuating that she had stories to tell, and or at least even if she didn't have stories to tell, insinuating that that was something she could at some point do. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. NBC, you better give me what I want because I might just get to write a book all about the things I saw when I was over here at NBC, just like I did. Wait, oh, where? At Fox Fox News, News. right? Okay, but so you, okay, uh, okay, because I have a couple things I'm thinking about at the same time. So number one, do you think that there's a possibility that she could be bluffing and using oh, that yeah. as a bargaining chip. Totally. Okay, because if she was bluffing, then okay, fine. But if she's not bluffing and she actually has information, then I'm I'm irritated by that. Well, would be- you be surprised in the least, though? No, but it bo- what bothers me about that is, like, I-, I just don't think in 2018 we need to hear that people can be bought to be quiet. Yeah. Right? Because that is part of the problem that is the system that has been set up is that people have been bought to be quiet for years. And let's just be real. I don't think Megan is saying that. I don't think her people are saying that. I don't think her attorneys are saying that overtly to NBC. Right. I don't think that's what's actually, you know, TMZ is just sort of boiling it all down. But, you know, in addition to the 30 some million, you know, she's saying, hey, um, if you want me to sign a confidentiality agreement, you're going to have to add some figures. So all of this, and and again, I just go back to the reason that she mentioned Ronan Farrow. The only thing that makes sense to me is that she wanted them to think that she had something potentially to share. Right. Maybe. I mean, and it, like to your point, it could be a total bluff. If it is, of course it's gross. Right. But 
I feel like when you're talking about tens of millions of dollars, people get kind of gross because all of a sudden they're sitting in a room with their high powered attorney uh, and their people who are all on team you because they see dollar signs and they're, you know, they're concocting these things in a way that seems completely plausible and acceptable to them from a sort of cynical take care of me point of view. But, you know, I don't think Megyn Kelly's sitting there contemplating what's best for the Me Too movement when she's negotiating her exit at NBC. And yet at the same time, like, you know, I don't know. I, I it's It's hard for me because I also see it from the perspective of like, good on her for knowing her worth or for understanding that, you know, she has some power in the situation and going into NBC and saying, yeah, you know, like I, I know what I'm worth. And I, I, if you want me to be quiet, if you want me to not take you down because I know things, cause I've worked in this building and I've seen how this operates and I've, watched how everybody talks to each other and I've seen well and you'll remember kind of the inner workings of this place. If you want me to be quiet about it, you're gonna have to pay for that. And remember in context, she was encouraging an investigation at NBC mm-hmm. back when Ronan Farrow's allegations about his piece yes. um being killed at NBC were made public. Yeah. Right. So she was very outspoken um Toward NBC, mm-hmm. so more shall be revealed. I just think this; the, I, these are the dots that I would connect, especially when I saw like, "Oh, sure, you want me to not talk about things? Well, it's going to cost you." Can I also just say I think that's gross, and here's why: what I'm saying is gross is confidentiality agreements. You know, I understand why businesses want you to sign those things, but have we learned nothing over the last couple of years? Well, it's not even been a couple of years. When did this all start? Last, last fall? Like right around now. Yeah, exactly. Seriously, a year ago, right around October, November. So if we've learned nothing else, it's that confidentiality agreements. And what else are they called? Uh, non-disclosure Non-dis- agreements. Non- yeah. NDAs. NDAs, yeah. Those just are, are ways for perpetrators to protect themselves or institutions who shielded perpetrators from I'm going to use a a word that's just going to make me sound a little unhinged justice, you know, like uh, people that shield others from their due, um, you know, their due. Yeah, that's gross. And so I just think that like in this day and age, like I know people are like, well, okay, I know that sounds naive. I don't care it's just it's sad that Megyn Kelly can have her silence bought for ten million dollars. I, I don't think that's anything unusual to her. No, and I fully agree with you. And yet at the same time, again, kudos to her for knowing the system within which she works and working it to get. But at some what point, who is going to stand up and it. say, "I'm not going to do that"? Because I'm not going to, I'm not saying she's protecting anybody or any wrongdoing, but if you were at some point, somebody has to say like, yeah, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not, I'm a Megyn Kelly and I'm not, and I'm not expecting Megyn Kelly to do something, but somebody has to say, I'm going to come work for you, but I'm not going to lie for you. Yeah. I mean, yes, I would love for somebody to do that. I would love for somebody to be the person who says, I'm not going to be, my silence won't be bought. And in fact, I won't take your money and I'm going to go talk, you know, because I'm not going to have any kind of or confidentiality or I'm non-disclosure. I'm not necessarily going to talk, but you're going to know that I am going to tell you, uh, if somebody asks, I'm going to tell them what I saw, or mm-hmm. maybe I won't, but 
I'm not. You can't buy. You don't that. get to control that. Exactly. I know, it's frustrating. It's difficult. 2018, y'all. Yeah. Although, if you'd like to buy my silence for ten million dollars, see, that's the thing, right? I mean, I don't have anything to tell. I or just do want $10 I? Million. Hmm. Do you? Do I? Do you? Sometimes she pick her nose in the break. I mean, do you not? That's true. I'm Thank actually you. stuffing Kleenex up my nose. Oh, right we got to find out if somebody died in our house after this. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm Bonnie Curry, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.